Little ringy dingy dongy, don't you wanna watch along it? Cause you know we're gonna have a good time. We're watching our show, the one you all know, yeah. Yeah, no, I I don't even. Yeah. I couldn't yeah. even. If uh, I tried. <laughs> well, have you tried? I want to. I really want to. I think it'd yeah. be good if I gave it a shot. But I just there's just such a there's just as soon as I get even anywhere near it, I start sort of seizing up and going like, I don't know if this is is this the right time? Right. I just get afraid, you know. Uh, yeah. I I mean, I I think men can sometimes uh get this way when it comes to um washing up down there uh you know but i i think i think it's i i think it's commendable for you to, but don't you get scared anything could be down there yeah yeah and that's and yeah anything could be down there and i also but you know for the listeners at home this is maybe you know you you hear especially during um you know uh november you hear how important it is to go in and get that checkup uh once a year just to keep an eye on on the health check uh, your prostate every Every year, guys. Check your prostrate? Yeah. Check yours. I'll check mine. Your prostrate? Tell, tell, tell your friends how, how it went. Uh, yes. Yeah. Um, do you, it's the male G spot. It is, it. The, it is the male G spot. Uh, hi, everybody. Hello, everyone at home. I am, of course, Dermot McDooley. I am joined here with my wonderful co-host and former co-star of Ding Dong High, Canada's favorite TV comedy, set in the halls and the classrooms of Dongdarian High. And we're here every week recapping your favorite show from well, the I'm late in, 90s. And I'm Hooch. My name's McConaughey Cauliflower. I played Hooch. Yeah. 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 Yes. Yes. Queen. So we had. I can't. We're not. We're not allowed to say that. Oh. We? Okay. That's not the sort of thing that we say. Uh, okay, well, okay. That's. Um. Yeah. That, that's fair. I wouldn't want to step on anyone's uh, toes. In that department, uh, you know, we never, um, we, we actually, we, we, we were commended for our representation of, of queer characters on, on Ding Dong. That's something I was always really proud yeah. of for us. Mine was we, by accident. Well, that's true. Yeah. Um, but I don't the, think the character was supposed to be, but they, I got the yeah. award. <laughs> you got cool. the award cause you kissed, you kissed another boy in an episode or I guess it was sort of implied that you had kissed him accidentally, that yeah. he had sort of thrown himself at you. He had worn lipstick, uh, and yeah. then we go off screen, and I, when I come back on, I have mm. a big mark on my cheek. So, uh, and yeah. on my, the, my, my zipper. Yeah, and you run out of the room screaming, sort of pulling your pants back up, and, and uh, you know, absolutely terrified. And you turn around and you scream, mm-hmm. gay. 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 I, say, I, th- 
I say that at the top of my lungs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and this was a character that had just been introduced. This was uh, Francis Fagatini. And Francis Fagatini was an Italian exchange student uh, coming to Tungdarian High. And Francis Fagatini, uh, <laughs> that's uh, a, class, a classic uh, Italian name. He had come into uh, the exchange program, and I guess he was used to more of a European approach to um, socializing. You know, they they're very touchy feely over there in Italia, and you know he. Italy. Italy, and it had been implied <laughs> off screen that he had sort of, in a friendly way, kissed y- your your cheek. Again, we didn't see anything. Um, I had cheek in my pant hole. Your cheek in your pant hole. Um, but then, you know, my character asks you, like, did he take your pants off? And you say, no, I just felt so comfortable around him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just felt... It was like I was like just covered in olive oil and my pants slipped off. Yeah. Fra- Francesca Fegatini. Fra- 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 He's Francesco. just so delicious you want to eat him up. Yeah. French- Francesco. Fra- Francesco. Francis. Fra- we call him Francis. We call him Francis. Frankie. Frankie. Hey, Frankie Fegatini. Frankie Fegatini. Yeah. yeah, we loved him. He was so. What, what part so of sweet. Italy was he from? He was from the New um, Jersey. He he was from New Jersey, Italy. New Jersey, Italy. Yeah, um, he said it's called. Don't fucking come in here and call this mozzarella. It's mozzarella. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He says, "Don't call this bruschetta. It's bruschetta." Yeah, and that the way that he pronounced it did damage. TVs at the time. Well, that if, hurt. It, yeah, yeah, it would very plosive heavy, and then if you were on set with him, heavy. you got you were in the splash zone. Yeah, and if you got spit. yeah, and I believe if you had a TV that uh, was not manufactured after the year 1991, your speakers were would blow out entirely from yeah. from. F- it was called just, the Fagatini effect. The Fagatini effect. You can look this up uh, in in history books. Uh, and he uh, he was arrested after that. Yeah, he was considered yeah. Do you remember a the, um, the actor. I that believe played it was. Fagatini? Yeah, sorry. The, yeah, well, his name was Francis Fagatini. Again, he was another case of us using. Yeah, a lot. It of was that when the show. name were was just as good. You know, mm-hmm. Aisha Cuthbert was our girl next door. Brandy, Aisha Cuthbert's singular. sister, obviously. Brandy, mm-hmm. Brandy Brandamini, part of the Brandy. Brandamini crime family yeah, slash Brandamini. record label. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know. But he was he was arrested for his hand in the Fagatini effect. Uh, there were several older televisions across Canada that that uh, were irreparably damaged from his... Well, they had spewed out of the speakers asbestos. Yeah. yeah. Turned out most of the TVs in Canada were just filler. Yeah, most mostly. A lot like the current, you know, run of Canada's Drag Race. Uh, mostly filler. <laughs> um, and so he was arrested. What 
He was arrested for that. And he is still kept in Ottawa. Um, You can go visit his jail cell where he is still kept uh, on public display. He's in the cell of the known soldier. The, The known soldier. Yes, we know yeah. who this one is. This one, we know who this one is, and lock him the fuck up. He's put him. He's away. had enough of this guy. Yeah. He's done. Yeah. yeah, and that's but. And then you got the you got that award from Glad. That was huge. I was so excited about you that. You got the, from it. Glad Canada. Yeah, they were so 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 kind to give me. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I my face was on garbage bags all across the country. Yeah, glad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Glad. Glad Canada is sponsored by Glad. Yeah. Um, the garbage. The garbage bag people. Glad Canada is uh, gay and lesbian uh, media. I, I I don't know these things, uh, but they. No, it's gay, it's gay, lesbian media, and garbage bags. And yeah, in Canada, it's both. And um, what was it like seeing your face? on garbage garbage cans across our great nation. It was incredible to be able to be the face of what people want to throw out because throwing things out is very important. It's cleansing to be able mm, to do that. Spiritually. Exactly. And of course, there was a lot of spiritual and physical cleansing after the Fagatini effect took place in Canada. Yes. So it was interesting that, you know, on screen, it was Francis's face that Francis's people saw face. when it blew up, and it was mm-hmm. my face that took care of the mess. Mm, that's kind of beautiful, isn't it? It kind of is when yeah. I think about it like that, and I yeah. think about it like that a lot. Yeah. Folks, this is, we are here to recap one of my very favorite episodes of of Ding Dong High because we are here to talk about episode five of Ding Dong High. And this title, you know, who could forget this title? Makani, what is the title of, of episode six? You know it. I know it. It's the Fagatini effect. The Fagatini effect. Now, the Fagatini effect was made up, uh, was named after this t- this episode's title. The yeah. effect of of hitting, yeah, no, the physical phenomena in real yeah, life is yeah. named was after named after this, this after episode. the show. Well, eventually, <laughs> like the idea of this was that me in meeting this new friend. You know, and when Hooch meets this new friend, Francis, who's a foreign exchange student who has completely different ways from us, just by meeting him, he's irreparably changed and tainted and poisoned by this strange influence that comes from afar. Right. This was before Canada took a more progressive look on on immigration. And we didn't know about immigration yet. No, we ha- Canada. We heard of it, but it was yeah. like something that th- it happened over there. Yeah, because C- Canadians famously um, have no concept of immigration. It has no place in our history. 
I don't know. No, I think it, it only first started not. happening. I think it just started happening recently. Very, and I'm all for it. Recently, I think it's yeah. good. I think it's really good. But, mm-hmm. you but know. at the time, we were scared of the dirty Italians coming in and taking our jobs. And so... Well, we hadn't seen any at that, at that time. We didn't know really what they were but, like. So, and so we were speculating. And that's where this character, Francesco Fegatini, comes in. So he is an, a foreign exchange student. And he comes in and he is the, the first scene that we have with Francesco he's wearing a scarf and that he's wearing a really really pansy ass scarf yeah and that sort of sets the school to talking you know who is this boy wearing a scarf because even though this takes place in Canada home mm-hmm. of winter home of you know cold weather we don't home wear scarves Jack the Frost. boys don't wear scarves well, scarves are something that are stupid because it it's like an umbrella where it means, I guess, uh, oh, I'm, oh, my neck's cold. So I must be a girl. Yes. Oh, my head is wet. I must be a girl. Yeah. Yeah. This As, is, you know, this is the mentality. Yeah. That's the mentality. I'm not saying it's right or wrong, but this is the mentality. No. But that's sort of with umbrellas. It's like. Well, my big buxom breasts must be sticking out, just straining against my sweater. Yeah. Trying yeah. to get away from me to get doused in that rain in oh sort of God. a wet t-shirt contest situation. Yeah, oh my God. You sound like prudence, man. Jeez. Your wife, Prudence? Yeah, that's she what always, she, does. she often talking about her swelling, her, heaving breasts? Yes. Yeah, she's like a well. They like are. She do got them big things. Yeah, she's I mean her gazungas are incredible, Dermot. Yeah. They're incredible, and they stick out past the umbrella. And of course, the cleavage they go collects water. Yeah, and I just yeah. and it's like, oh look at this! I've got a little pond in in my breasts, and I'll well, be like, yes, dear, you do. Do you want to maybe go and take care of that? And she says, I will. She has sort of a. Sort of a Don't tell her wife. I did that voice. I, Don't tell I, her I did her voice. She doesn't know I can do that. Don't tell her can, I did that. You can do it really well, though. Can you can you do her voice Don't, again? Just so everyone at home knows what your wife no, Prudence sounds like. Can you well, I mean, she she not, was promise on, not to promise not to tell her. I won't. But you know, she was one of our co-stars on on Ding Dong High, so everyone does know what her voice sounds like. But for our purposes, can you sort of do her voice again? Hey, who's looking down my blouse? Stop looking down my blouse. She kind of oh, sounds like George Bush. Have you ever noticed cream. that? No, I think she sounds quite sultry. I think she has. She's kind of got a smoky voice. You know, I kind of she, like that. She kind of sounds like not George Bush. She kind of sounds like uh, Bill Clinton. Okay, don't tell her I did this. So okay, but she does. That. Prudence, Prudence, chastity. Your wife. She does have my beautiful wife. If it is raining, she does have a bit of a a Snow White situation where there's a lot of woodland creatures and birds like gathering around yep, the water that's collected in, in her cleavage. Yeah, exactly. Picking up her yeah. cloak, and then you mm-hmm. see they'll take off the outer layer and they'll pick up her umbrella. And then she gets she gets drenched, and she's wearing, mm-hmm. of course, just she's got little hummingbirds feeding out of shift. her. Yeah. Oh. And it's just, and she'll walk and she sings and I just, I'm enchanted. 
Yeah. Uh, I, I love your love. It, it fills me with joy. Yeah. I can't wait till it does the same for me. Yeah. Um, that's going to be so great for you. It's going to be so great when that comes around. Do you ever get annoyed by all the hummingbirds feeding out of her areolas? I don't know if annoyed is the right word. I get jealous. I get, I, I get jealous. Mm-hmm. Um, and cause like our neighbor across the hall says like, you've been, you've been cucked by a cuckoo again. Yeah. And I go, yeah. that's uncalled for John. Yeah. Well, your neighbor, your neighbor, I've met him a few times, uh, over the years and, and he, yeah, you guys uh, get along. Well, he's sort of, uh, he strikes me as a, a video game boy, like a real, like, you know, playing Call of Duty late at night. Yeah, loud. Yeah, he's always, he's always got those guns blazing. And that must be hard for Prudence after all the, you know, all the, the work that she's done in war-torn areas, um, hearing that gun, those gun sounds go off. You know... You'd think, but it's not actually the case. She actually finds those uh, soothing. So we, some people have a white noise machine, but my dear wife, Prudence, has... chastity. Yeah, she's got got a big gun machine. Does she ever go over to your neighbor's house to... To see John? To see John, if if the sounds of his call of duty are so Yeah, I mean, he's a neighbor. Yeah, I mean, he's our neighbor. So will she ever go over like in the evening? Yeah, <laughs> she'll go over every evening. I'll take every, care of the household chores every evening. Every evening, Call of Duty gets that's when he's that's when he plays it loudest. In the in the evening, to to sort of do you think it's to he like plays it loudest? That's when he's over? that's when he makes the most like I don't know makes the most sounds then. Huh. It'll be like oh John. Sorry. I don't know that part of the game. Oh John. Yeah. I guess I've never played Call of Duty. I didn't think that it had simulated sex sounds in it. I think that's just guys dying. I think this guy's dying in war, and it's and pretty normal. Calling it to someone named John. Oh, John! Johns don't go to war. Yeah, yeah. Nobody you know, named you got John me. gone to war. You got me. You got me. Well, um, Prudence, uh, she lives. She lives a rich in her life. None can dispute that. I love her to bits. I can't yeah. wait till she feels the same. And speaking of a rich inner life, we, in this episode, we discover that France, Francesco... Francesco Fagatini. Fagatini. He is perfecting his family's bruschetta recipe so that when he comes home to them, he's going to bring Canadian tomatoes. Sorry. That's right. Canadian tomatoes. To make Canadian tomatoes to make a bruschetta. Back yeah, to and I New will, Jersey, I won't Italy. Say it, yeah, I won't say it properly because uh, I, I don't want to blow anyone's, uh, you know, anyone's uh No, no, head, I'm headphones. just joking. I'm just joking. But if I did properly pronounce the word bruschetta, um, right. it, it could possibly damage people's eardrums. 
Mungena. So let's get into it. Let's jump into it because the thing that really gets my goat going in this episode, or at least at the time, was the fact that I was living on a dry pasta diet. A dry pasta diet. Straight dry, uncooked. I was doing oh, raw pasta yeah. diet. I remember at you that crunching. Point. You would, I, I would go crunch- off to craft services. I would go off to craft services and I'd say, Makani, come on, let's go, let's go have lunch. And you'd say, No, I'm good. I got my nudes. Yep. I would be sucking down my nudes in a nice, because uh, they come in a tin and they come rock hard. So you can stick yeah. them in your mouth right away. And you don't have to wait and get water or like a bowl or sauce. Do you, I, I remember I, you were always having your lunch and I would go uh, have my lunch and sort of, you know, hang out with the cast and crew and catch up. And you would always scamper off to your little hidey hole and you would eat your raw Dressing pasta. Yeah. You, yeah. Yeah. Were you crunching it dry and sp- Wallowing it, or were you sort of you letting have it... to let it go down your gullet like a sword swallower or a bird? Oh, yes, okay, that's the so best way and the most efficient way. You would sort of put your head back and just lower it in. I look kind of like, um, like a pelican, I'd uh, uh, uh. Just... let it like it would hit the back of my throat, uh, uh, uh. and I'd it yeah. would get like shake it down, and I'd shake. Do sort of a Shakira shake back and forth, get it in there, and then sometimes I would eat a little bit of gravel to yeah. help break it up for digestion. Huh? And I guess you probably studied uh, these pelicans and their, their activities quite a lot because they are one of the birds that are attracted to uh, to Prudence's sort of bird feeder breasts. Yeah, they're one of the ones that show up. They do go in there and have a little bath and then they open their mouth and there's an even smaller pelican in it. That's where they keep their babies. Having a bath. It's so cute. Yeah, yeah, having a bath in there. In the... That's beautiful. It's cute, but it's yeah. like, when's my turn? When's your turn in the, in the, in the bird bath? I mean, yeah, in the bird bath. <laughs> So Francesco Feg- Fran- Francesco Fegatini, he's trying to perfect his parents' bruschetta recipe. And that's when he meets our good friend Hooch, whose family has a a, a tomato, uh, you know, several tomato plants in the backyard. Yeah, we have a tomato patch. A tomato um, patch in the backyard. Mm-hmm. Uh, now this is cool because I'd never seen tomatoes before, so I really had to learn how to hold them, uh, how to smell them. I kind of went to you a tomato had never seen a tomato, camp, never seen one before, and I said like, "What is this?" I and do remember said, most of your food being either dry, like dry lentils, dry, mm-hmm. or dry or, grain, mostly, yeah, or canned ochre. goods. Your father really made sure to keep you on canned goods. I well, yeah, exactly. And the first the time. time we shot, the first time we shot the the scene with the tomato, I was, I I was so scared. I was I didn't know if I was gonna, if it was gonna like hurt me, 
if it was yeah. like poison. And- I remember you were being pretty nervous on set that day. Whenever they would turn or someone would turn around with a tomato in hand, you would you would sort of I, I, well, I said, quail. "Oh my god, we need help! Like this person needs help. It's on them or whatever." But yeah. Then when my dad told me like they're just made out of ketchup, I thought, "Okay, I can do this." Tomatoes are tomatoes are just made out of ketchup. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. they're like when you think of it that way, you go like, "No big deal." I eat ketchup all the time, so why would I be afraid of this thing yeah. that's basically just? I mean, it's just ketchup made into yeah. a ball. It's just a ball of ketchup. I remember ketchup packets being sort of your comfort food because you always said when when you and your father lived in his car, mm-hmm. uh, you would you would sort of subside off ketchup packets for weeks on end. Yeah, they were my go juice. They get me get me going. Yeah. You get a nice uh, hit of sugar, uh, and then like yeah. sometimes you cut your lips on the on the side of the package, and then the vinegary. Mm. It would sting. I remember you sort of, you described them as if they were your go-gurt. No, they were my go-gurt. We had Go-gurt? Yeah, it was big on the, like, uh, girl power era. We had go-gurt for girls called go-gurt. Go-gurt. Oh, I don't remember those. Dude, they were so much better than than go-gurt. What was the, what was the main difference? Mostly, they were like pinker, and like I don't know, they felt more refined, mm. more delicate flavor, more sort of softer and flowerier. Yeah, but you know, instilling you with the confidence that you need to break that glass ceiling, girl. Right, exactly, and I mm. loved those, and they helped me to do. Just to go, girl. You go, girl. So, Francesco Fegatini, he approaches Hooch. Now, the B storyline at this point, this is a this is a, a Hooch centric episode. But the B storyline is that my character Cody mm-hmm. is um, he's learning what periods are. Yeah, this is really interesting um, because mm-hmm. you say period, and uh, of course you're talking to Aisha Cuthbert at this point. And Aisha Cuthbert named the character named after the actor. Actually, you know what? What Herself. did you think periods were at the time, Dermot? Me as Dermot McDooley, the actor of Cody. Yeah. Well, yeah. I thought that they were a time. They were a period of time. Mm-hmm. in a woman's life where yeah. it it all proved to be too much for their delicate feminine sensibilities. Right. And, you know, in Victorian times, in Edwardian times where everyone was corseted, mm-hmm. that 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 is why women would faint. They would get the vapors, you know, they they would pass that onto a fainting couch yeah. is because they were not observing their period. I see. So, so you know, your Which period is, is your period is upon you. You must hide yourself in a dark room mm-hmm. uh, and simply lie down until it's over because you cannot 
conduct yourself. It, it, you will be overwhelmed visibly, emotionally, physically. You will be overwhelmed. And so now women have started calling it their periods oh. it, as if to say, this is my period. I'm on my period and I must, I needs must remove myself, take off right. my corset. This is my period. This is my waist. This is my shoulders turn in place. Yes, yes. And they would they would say the that. The classic song. Yeah. And that's where I thought that came from. It turns out that was a Disney Channel um, original musical that mm-hmm. that came from. Yeah. Isn't that um, neat? Yeah. Um, and so what did Cody think periods were at that time? So Dermot thought that they were a period in which a woman was too overwhelmed and, you know, besought but cody in this episode um this is in this is one of probably one of my proudest moments as an actor um wow yeah cody is told by aisha cuthbert i'm on my period Mm -hmm. and he looks right at the camera and um i'm gonna try and recreate it here Um, wow okay he goes a period what's that and then there's the the laugh track. There's the laugh track. There's um, a little gag in your throat. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he, well, he goes on to say that sounds like some some gross girl stuff. Yeah. You know, gross down there in your gross area. Yeah, and he's pointing at her gross area, looking at yeah, the he's, camera. He's pointing very jab- jabbingly at her gross area, inviting um, the audience, the audience and camera to, to come sort down of zoom and in. say, just like yeah, yeah. <laughs> they 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 insert. You know how it was very it was very hip then to sort of put animation <laughs> graphics on top okay. of, of like zigzag lines and stuff. Uh, yeah, they and did it said that, you go, with, girl. T- <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This episode was this episode was sponsored by Go Girl. By Go Girl. Um, and so around her, her gross area, um, they were just tubes of Go Girl. I mean, we're not above uh, ad placement. You know, every every show well, needs to survive. I like to think of it as uh, a you know a reciprocal. A, a mutually beneficial relationship. And so I think, and I think too, what worked about this one is, you know, every woman's area. <laughs> yeah, they're downstairs, man. <laughs> and this is actually, this is, um, this is, sorry, I don't know why I'm laughing. This is actually very serious. Uh, at the end of the episode. Just so many happy memories. Yeah, at the end of the episode, um, the right before the credits roll, there's like a neutral screen, and then uh, Cody and Hooch, played by ourselves, step out, and they say, "We had a lot of fun today, and we learned a lot." But what's no laughing matter is a was a woman's downstairs mouth, uh, and keeping a healthy culture, and yeah. then and you say, "Yes, that's true. That that's true, Dermot." Remember, douche twice a week. Keep it clean down there, ladies. No one wants that gross area to get any grosser. Just keep it clean. Keep clean it, it golden. Don't let it self-regulate. It's so important that you get in there with chemicals and bleaches. You definitely want. You definitely want to overdo it. You. you, if you 
<laughs> you definitely want to overdo it. If you think you've gone too far, go just a little further. Keep going. Yeah. Don't let nature don't let nature take care of 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 your of any of that. No. No. And then, and then we turn to another camera and we say, brought to you by Go Girlt. We had kind of like a matrix set up. Mm. There was a lot of cameras around <laughs> us. Like cam- of like, it was beautiful. It well, was the Wachowskis, the Wachowskis did guest direct that 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 little featurette at the end. The yeah, Wachowskis. where it did the downstairs mouth go girl? The downstairs mouth go girl. Yeah, Roundabout, yeah. you know, brought bullet to you time by go girl. Directed, guest directed by the Wachowski siblings. I mean, um, it was incredible. It was so neat yeah. for us and for me. Yeah. I got to learn what the you know what the period is, which is exciting. Yeah, and can you explain for us now what the period is? Yes, it's when your feet sweat. <laughs> The commercials, they use like blue instead of sweat, but it's when your feet sweat and you can put those little uh, foot pads in your shoes. Mm, Did you ever wonder what that tasted like? I found out. You found out? Yeah, they had it at my barber. Oh, I I think those are different things. It tastes a lot like, like burning and then hair. It doesn't taste like blue Gatorade? No. I always no. wondered if they used blue Gatorade. Not unless they changed blue Gatorade like they did to Pluto. <laughs> now, this episode was one of my favorites, too, for, I mean, for a well, reason. Well, you won a GLAAD award. That's, yeah, no, and my face was on all the garbage bags. We talked about Your that. Your face but. was on all the garbage bags. You pointed to... Francesco Fagatini, and you said, gay, 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 I said, gay. Well, yeah, I said, gay, really yeah, loud. Yeah. And then you, uh, oh, yeah, that, that was what I was going to say, is yeah. I made a lifelong friend in um, Francis, Francesco. Yeah. Hey, well, you still keep in touch with him, even though he is locked up in the capital of Canada. Yeah, no, of course. After he tried to, um, well, he tried to storm. Well, I mean, allegedly. Yeah. Well, no, he like he is locked up there for the Fagatini effect for blowing the the speakers of several, several televisions across Canada. I know. I I just wanted to get out. I'm just saying like allegedly he was locked up. Allegedly he did the Fagatini effect. Yeah. Well, those TVs, uh, they did have to get taken to the dump. I, I know. And I'm just saying, like the language we use is important for like for legal reasons. Yeah. So, so that's if we fair. Just, I there that's might be fair. a hope he can get out. I don't know. I hope so. I, I miss I the mean, guy. He's done his time. He he just and you know what? Maybe they shouldn't have used that take of him of him saying bruschetta. Yeah. Yeah. So aggressively. Maybe I mean, the editors should have chosen yeah. a different scene. I don't know. It's like, uh, who's to say the legal system is so flawed and so complicated. Yeah. We lock people up in the tomb of the known soldier and then the prime yeah. minister is allowed to like walk them around on a leash or whatever. Yes. yes. Yeah. You become the prime minister's pet. That's what they call you. You it become sucks. the prime minister's pet. Yeah, you become the the dog in minister. Yeah, they say you're the PM pet. You're the PM pet. You're PM pet. Um, some people really want that job though. There's some kinky freaks out there that would love that. 
Well, thankfully, Francis is one of them. It's a problem. Can't get him out. I, I he doesn't want it. Oh, he loves it. He loves it. He loves being the known oh, soldier. He loves. I love that for him. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to get there. I'm trying to get to that. Space. So, so Francesco, he has greeted you amicably off screen. Um, I'm Cody is over in the corner learning what a period is. Yeah. Uh, and he's being taught by, of course, by Aisha Cuthbert. Mm-hmm. And um, and and he's pointing and saying, gross area, gross area, gross area. And yeah, then yeah. you run out and you're pointing and yelling, gay, gay, gay. Yeah. And then everything comes to a screeching halt. P.S. Yeah, <laughs> you could say that again. Everything freezes. Well, I say, time stop. You say, time stop. And that's when you start freestyle rapping about how homophobia is not okay. And can I read you some of my favorite lyrics from this this rap that you do? <laughs> You're gonna make me blush, Dermot. Um, this so this is um, this is some of my favorite lyrics. Um, homophobia is gay. Mm-hmm. Don't be that way. That's right. It's okay to be gay. Just don't be a faggot. Yep. Gay is okay. You were born that way. Yeah. Go and be gay. Just not in my face. Yep. Bought a zippo. I've touched a nipple. Mm. No regrets. I smoke cigarettes. Put your middle fingers up if your sister is really gay. And I and got then, the chant going. <laughs> Put your middle fingers up because this is really gay. Of course, I mean, I wrote this when I was... I yeah. was quite young, you know. Yeah. And I, yeah. I, I'm amazed that they let you do your own material. The writers let you do your own material. Again, it, I sabotaged the ta- mm. all the other takes, so that was the only usable one. Oh, right. Because I remember everything was frozen, but then uh, your f- future wife, um, Prudence Chastity, she walks in and her boobs are so full of water. There's hummingbirds uh. pecking away at her. She trips. She falls. The water gets everywhere. And then the hummingbirds get so angry that they start pecking at your face. Yeah. Well, it didn't help that I was also covered in Go-Gurt and Go-Girlt. <laughs> you were covered in Go-Girlt. So it yeah. hurt. It sucked. And then I, <laughs> yeah. people thought, so then they had to write in that I had acne when it was really bird scars. Yeah. For yeah, the next did, few episodes. That did transfer. And then anyway, they're attacking your face. You're swatting away at them. Mm-hmm. I'm over in the corner and I look to the camera and I say, a period is the duration of time in which a person with a womb experiences the shedding of their of their uterine wall and the expulsion of the of the tissue therein. Um and then and and then that's um, that's when everything unfreezes. Everything unfreezes. I mean, obviously, the, I was getting pecked by birds, and Prudence was crying yeah. because she had tripped. 
of while you were doing your monologue. Yeah. But y- you yeah. know, it's still then everybody else goes back in, and they're and <laughs> you know, Brandy comes up and she says, "Hey, fart! Sounds like you learned something today." Yeah, and I say I did learn something today. Right. I learned. And then she grabs your head and she pushes you down and she turns around and again, her skirt lifts up from the air. Yeah. Of, and she of does her a little, fart. She does a little poop. Yeah. That, yeah. And that's it. That's it. Yeah. That's and it. And then we all laugh, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And then the camera turns to the audience and the audience sees that they are complicit in this as well. <laughs> this is, this is your fault. The, and it's the, as the this fart sort of echoes. It says this could into, never happen without nether. you. This is your fault, the audience. Yeah. yeah. Give yourself the a The fart hand. continues to echo. The fart continues to echo. Um, and then that's when we come on and talk about um, garbage bags. <laughs> well, we, had our, we had our little our, our scene directed by the Wachowski siblings, and we talk about. Um, we talk about our garbage bags, the, you know, just <laughs> our need. Oh, yeah. we talk about we talk about the culture of a woman's of a woman's vagina. What better team to talk about the the bacteria, bacterial culture of of a, of, of of the vagina than two teenage boys? <laughs> and we helped a lot of a lot of yeah. people, you know, to yeah. demystify their experience when it comes to yeah. Because we ended that one by looking at all the different cameras, opening up a, a jar of clor- of Clorox, yeah, of, of and just and just out it goes, dumping it, dumping yeah. it out, and it's like now you know. So thank you for joining us on uh, on this recap of episode six of Ding Dong Watch Along, one of the most famous ones, um, the Fagatini effect. I think it's, I want to I want to thank the Wachowski siblings for their work. And uh, I'm looking forward to our next episode, which is uh, where we go to high school on the high seas. High school. Toot toot. Foghorn. 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 We'll see you next time for a whole new episode of Ding Dong Watch Along. Foghorn. Foghorn.